Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, let's get into today's life-giving message. I am blessed because the life-giving message I am about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. God, we're open and ready. Speak to us tonight. Do what only you can do, both in this building and every place that we are gathered digitally. Everybody on the app, everybody on YouTube, everybody on the Harvest Channel, the Facebook pages, and Periscope. We say, have your way in Jesus' name. Say, Lord, have your way and heal me tonight. Let's go to work. So we're in our series group therapy. And what are we doing? We're examining how we've lived. We're learning. Then we're living better. Sunday's message was called Help I Have Trust Issues. How many of you discovered on Sunday that there were some areas where there had been trust issues because you had had some testing irregularities? Wave at me. Now watch this. We learned on Sunday that as wounds heal, they scar. And that scar tissue is referred to as fibrous tissue. That means it's layered tissue. Now, here's what I love about it. God is so amazing that when you heal from something, he pays you back in the healing process. You missed it. Because normal skin doesn't grow back. Fibrous tissue, which has layers to it, it's what grows back. Which means God says, not only will I give you recompense for what you went through, not only will I have vengeance on who wounded you, but watch me, but I'm going to make sure even in the wound that I'm going to heal you better than you were before you began. Let me see if I can say it another way. It was good that you were wounded because you're going to be better than you were before you were wounded. I wish you'd open up your mouth and say, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better. 
It was good that you were wounded because now you've got wisdom. It's good that you were betrayed because now you know how to behave better. It was good that people did you dirty because now, watch me, you are so far above that that when people try to pull you down, you're like, I ain't coming down there. I don't do dirty. Somebody say, I'm better. I'm better. It's amazing because his wounds heal, they scar. Layers, this is so good to me, layers of tissue replace the normal skin. God says, you will never be hurt this way in that area again. That's why certain things happened to you last year that when it happened this year, you were like, baby, I'm good. You don't know about me. You don't know, man. Baby, I can take a licking and keep on taking. I'm not afraid of your absence because I was wounded before, but before. I'm not afraid of you lying on me. I've been lied on by better people before. You. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I'm glad it happened to me. I'm why layers of tissue come and replace the normal skin that was there. And what did we learn? That your scars are places of strength. So there are areas that you've been wounded, and those are now areas of strength for you. But we learned on Sunday that the strength of the scar will have the unintended consequence that you don't trust because of fear of that happening again. And what did we learn? There's three types of ways we don't trust. You don't trust at all. Number two, you don't trust people with you. Number three, you don't trust you. We learned on Sunday that trust means to extend credit to. Now, that's deep because if you're extending credit, you have to base that off of something. And often when we are dealing and interacting with people, when we're talking about extending credit, you essentially are dealing with people like they're first-time buyers even though this is their fifth house. You missed what I just said. You sometimes are treating people in a way that you do not at all examine where they've been because sometimes you think that that's unfair, not realizing it's unfair to you to not question where they've been if I'm about to extend credit to you in my now. Y'all got quiet on me right there. A bank is not going to extend credit to you just on your word. They want to see your past performance. And I come to tell some of you, you have come too far to just let people in your life based on their word only. You're going to have to show me something. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You're going to have to demonstrate that you can be trusted around me, that you can be trusted with my stuff, that I can even let you in my living room. There's some friends you need to say, no, we're going to keep meeting out in public. I can't trust you in my house yet. I can't trust you in my car yet. Baby, make it expensive to access you so then people won't treat you so cheaply. Y'all don't like what I'm saying in here tonight. Y'all don't like what I'm saying in here tonight. Watch me, watch me. Number one, it means to extend credit to. But then look, it means assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth. Assured reliance on the character. That means you are who you say you are. Reputation is what people think about you. Character is who you really are. You can have a good rep and bad character. You can have, you, did you hear what I just said? There are some people who have great reputations, but they're ratchet. How they, uh, Bishop, how you know they're lying? Because they're talking. It's quiet in here today. <laughs> Jesus. Right? Ability. That means that you can perform and do what you said you could do. Right? Uh, at the end of the day, listen, if I came in here, if you came in church and you, or you logged in and I didn't have anything substantive to say, well, you know, in America it might work. <laughs> Let's be honest with you. All right? All right. But here's the thing. If I didn't have anything, anything worth any level of value to say, you would question my ability. If every time I got up, I was stumbling over my words, didn't know what I was saying, calling out the wrong scriptures, saying, well, you know, the Bible says in Genesis 1 and 1 that God so loved the world that he gave us. You're going to be like. 
Watch what happens. So you will immediately question every scripture I quote after that. What's amazing is you'll do that with a man of God, but won't do that with who's in your car. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. You'll do that with somebody that's got credentials, but you won't do that for who you lay down with. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me tonight. I, character, ability, strength that you have the ability to handle me. Can I be honest with you? Some of you are mad at people and you're mad. And, and here's the deal. You, you, you were a gallon, but they were a pitcher. And they literally gave you everything they could give you, which was a pitcher. The problem is that's not enough for you because you're a gallon. Sometimes you're mad at people because they literally gave you everything they could give you, but what they could give you wasn't enough strength to carry you. I pray that in the next 12 months, the people around you, they have the capacity for you, that you would not be a gallon and be surrounded by cups, that you would not be a gallon and be surrounded by pictures. Because there's some people we're genuinely mad at, but they never had the strength to be trusted with you in the first place. It amazes me. Okay. Oh, well. It amazes me sometimes how single people get shocked that the relationship isn't going to work when you knew up front that you were stronger than them. Okay, y'all don't want to see. It amazes me how many strong single women get shocked when they get with somebody that they got to be the spiritual head because you know he don't love God. You know he don't go to church. You know he ain't going to serve. And you get mad that you got hell in your marriage. Well, how in the hell are you mad at him when you knew up front he don't have the capacity to carry? You know how. Y'all don't like this. Y'all don't like this. Y'all don't like this. Because there's a whole lot of y'all sitting there looking at me like I ain't saying nothing that's true. If you're a man of God, you got to make sure you get with a woman that's not a distraction. She needs to know she's not marrying a man. She's marrying a movement. She's not marrying a man. She's marrying a mission. Coretta Scott King said, Esther, how could you deal with Dr. King being gone on like this? How could you deal with his life being on the line all the time? He was in his 20s and 30s. Listen to me. She said, I didn't marry no man. She said, I married a movement. <laughs> She said, I married a mission. I pray for my single fellas that you don't get with no. I pray that you find a woman that has the capacity and the strength to birth out what's in you. And for my single ladies, I pray you have a man that has the capacity to cover you. You don't have no time for no scrubs or no chicken hair. You didn't waste enough of your life and enough of your time with people that have not had the strength for you. All right, let me move on. So sometimes we're angry at people, but they never had the strength in the first place. I can't be mad if I invite a three-year-old in here and say, now move this, move this table for me. Watch me, they're gonna try hard, but no matter how hard they try, they can't carry it. And it becomes my fault that I expected you to do what you've proven you cannot do. I pray you stop getting mad at people who can't get the job done. What do you need to do, Bishop? Call in some new people that can get the job done. We're about to go up in the spirit. Lift your hands in this building and online. Say, I call in the right people into the right seats in every area of my life. People with strength that can carry. 
Some of you have business ideas, but you get around friends that do not have the strength to help you, that do not have the strength to see it. So while you're talking business, they're talking job. And the problem is y'all's language are different. Because they don't even have the strength to comprehend that you don't have to do it in the way that they think that it has to be done. Okay. Let me move on. All right. Or truth. Come on. Both of these things, to extend credit to and to have reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth, these require testing. And we learned none of us have trust issues. We had testing irregularities. It's not a trust issue. It's a testing issue. Bishop, from what in the world do you mean? Jeremiah 9 and 7, English Standard says this. Therefore, thus says the Lord. Somebody says, thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, behold, I will refine them and test them. But what else can I do because of my people? So look, refine there means cast. Two meanings, but I want to focus on one. It means to audition for the part. So whenever you are looking to trust people, you have to audition them for the part that they're going to play in your life. All right? In other words, can you actually play the part? Because I can't be mad at you if I did not audition you. What's the audition process? I need you to act like this is what you do already. And this is for dating. This is for business. This is for every type of relationship type. Like, I need to make sure you can play the part. Because I can't get mad if I cast somebody to be funny, but they can't tell jokes. And sometimes you get mad with who people are, but that's because you never tested to make sure that they could play that part. There's some people, watch me, that you felt betrayed by that you actually owe an apology because you never tested before you gave them access. Y'all don't want to talk to me tonight. You never auditioned, you never tested to make sure that they could play the part that it is in your life. So none of us really have trust issues. What we have is we have testing irregularities. You never audition. Let me ask you a question. How many questions do you ask someone before you give them access to your life? Right? And I walked through this whole thing with you. That most people, here's what we do when we interact with new people. We just talk, 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 and then stop talking. Problem is, is that you never let them explain to you who they were. So then when who they are shows up and what they do, you feel hoodwinked, bamboozled, and you feel like, how in the world did this happen to me? But it's because you never gave them an opportunity to show you who they were. You can't be mad at a snake for biting you when you never got an opportunity to open its mouth and show its tongue. I, I am and test them. Now, this is the Lord speaking. The Lord's like, these are the only options I have. The Lord says, and test them. To test means to examine. It means to ask questions. So in all future connections, ask some questions. Like, like talk. And talking is not sitting there on your phone. Ooh-wee. Give me some more oil. This is good. All right. That's all right. That's all right. Y'all think I'm playing. Lord, I need a double dose. All right, watch me. Say examine. Ask questions. So somebody says they want to date you. Ask them some questions. Why? What do you want? Don't be so happy you got picked that you didn't pay attention to who picked you. I rebuke your thirst. 
prove. What does prove mean? I need to prove something means I see it in action and I see whether or not it has the ability, the capacity, the strength, et cetera. Again, sometimes, and I've been guilty of this, we get mad at people, but you never, you never saw them prove themselves. I've discovered that people who don't like processes are people who are not going to do well because they refuse to prove what it is that they are. This is too many steps. This is too many this. This is too much this. Okay, then I understand. Since you're not willing to prove who it is that you are and prove what it is that you do, then what we need to do is just look in another direction. Because if you're not willing to prove yourself, then I cannot trust you. Why? Because I could not test you. I, watch me. I like this one. Say tempt. So how do you know somebody's loyal to you? Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. How do you know they're loyal? When they're tempted not to be. How do you know someone's consistent when they're tempted not to be? You don't know what it is and you, until it's been tempted not to be that. So a lot of people will say, can we go here? A lot of people say, Bishop, I'm just living holy for the Lord. I'm just, just staying chaste for the Lord. But it, are you being chaste or just not tempted? Because if ain't nobody trying to holler at you, baby, you ain't, you ain't chaste. You're just not tempted. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight on this Wednesday. How do you, watch me, how do you know that you're being chased for the Lord? Why? It's because temptation can come up in your DM and you be like, I'm good. Temptation can show up on the phone, I'm good. Temptation can show up on the email, I'm good. I know what it is after it's been tempted to be something different. Don't tell me, Bishop, I got your back. Have you been tempted not to have it? Because if you've been tempted not to have it, then, then you have it. But don't tell me that you had it and ain't nobody came to you and tried to turn you against me. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. I pray that you have some people in your life that have been examined, that have been proved, that have been tempted. Watch this next one. Try. Okay? And then trial. No, so, so try. Try means, try means, here's what try means. Everybody, I love a free trial. Anybody else love a free trial? I love a free trial. If you want me to get anything, give me a free trial. Listen, I will start skiing if you give me a free trial. I ain't really about mountains and skiing and snowboarding. I ain't really into that life. You understand? I, that's just not my thing. But give me a free trial. I'm going to drive up there. <laughs> Whether or not I get off the, the, the uh, ski lift, I'll probably just sit in, sit in there and, you know, just some help, you know, drink, drink some hot chocolate and <laughs> seek the Lord, you know. pray for you while you out. You understand? <laughs> All right, check this out. So, so here's the deal. Everybody likes a free trial. Here's what try means. Try means before I give you 50 pounds, let me give you 10. You ready for this? If you ever want to find out who the liar is in your group, start a rumor about yourself. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Say something about you, and if it comes back to you, you're going to be able to trace the lie. All right? All right, try. Let me give you 10 pounds first. Like, I, I know, listen, everybody, when they walk in the gym, you ever walk in the gym, and the first thing, like, the person who wants to demonstrate that they are, like, the gym expert, even though they ain't been a year, first thing they want to do is they, want, they skip all the machines. You know, they, they, their gait elongates, you know. They walk real wide. 
first thing they want to do is go to the freeways and the bench. You're going to skip all of the stuff to help you do it right. You're right there. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And you ever seen that person at the gym that they loaded up? You know, and they, you know, they, they got their do-rag on. They loaded up. You know what I'm saying? They get up under. Ah, yeah, it's been a while. Hold up. Yeah, you know, just, yeah, I ate right before the gym. What does eating have to do with that? So I'm confused. Everybody check the point. There's a point. We are often tempted to put more weight on something before we've tested with lesser weight. So with people around you, before you, be, listen, before you get them all your business, give them a little bit. Y'all ain't talking to me on this Wednesday. But, but before you tell them, watch me, be careful, Joseph, because you talk too much about your vision. Before you tell them what you dreamed and what you saw, just see how they going to act. Watch me when you get a coat of many colors. If they can't handle you getting a new wardrobe, they're not going to be able to handle what you dream about and what your vision is. And I pray that you have some people in your next 12 that pass examination, pass proving, pass temptation, pass trying, and pass the trial. So what's a trial mean? Questions. What's a trial mean? An indictment. Here's how you know who's really with you is when there's an indictment against you, when someone says something against you, do they even want to hear what it is you have to say? Or do they immediately, I can't believe you. For some of you, there's some stuff, please hear me, there's some stuff that was not true that was said about you. Watch me. And God says, I let this happen because I wanted to show you who they really were. They didn't even want to hear what you had to say. They immediately indicted you and got with the people talking trash about you because they could not survive the trial. And if you cannot survive the trial, I do not need you in my triumph. If you cannot be with me in my valley, I do not need you in my victory. If you cannot suffer with me, I do not need you to reign with me. God says, this is what I do because of my people. He says, this is what I have to do because of my people. What else can I do? Check this out. God says, I have to test people. God says, I have to test people before I trust people. So guess what? Somebody say, I do too. So here we go. Let's go further. No trust. What did we learn on Sunday? No healing. Now that's deep. Because James 5.16 says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Say confess. confess. The sin there means your error and how you've handled your wounds. And so what I need you to do is I need you to confess that. I need you to tell somebody. But if you look on the screen, you'll see an equal sign and an arrow up. Check this out. You do not confess to someone that is less than you. Mm -mm. Stop telling your kids your business. Y'all ain't no talk. Y'all, I'm right, even if you don't say nothing to me. Stop telling your, uh, your subordinates your business. Stop telling people that you need to follow you your business. No, you tell your equal and you tell somebody above you. But you do not go below you to confess. You don't tell your unsaved family member stuff so they can throw it in your face and use it again. Well, I thought you were supposed to be a Christian. And I thought you, baby, I am a Christian. And proof that I am one is I would have snapped, crackled, and popped all upside your head. But ain't God good? 
Let's be clear. You do not go. Please listen to me. You do not go. You cannot confess to somebody that doesn't have capacity for it. You understand? It's like ask us. I remember one time. I remember first time in Atlanta. I was downtown Atlanta, and I'm trying to get to uh, a restaurant. And uh, <laughs> and we were down there, and we were downtown Atlanta. And while we were down there, the, there's a name of the street called Ponce de Leon. That's how you pronounce it. But there was this woman <laughs> from East Point. Listen, there was this woman. <laughs> and I said, I said, Donald, where is Ponce de Leon? She's going to say, you mean Ponce de Leon? I said, no, that is not what I mean, because that's not the name of the street. <laughs> you trying to take me to Craig and that ain't them house. I ain't trying to go over there. Y'all, I'm trying to eat. She going to correct me. Like, I'm wrong. Check this out. Why are you asking cursed people how to be blessed? Why are you venting to people who stay stuck in valleys? Equal to or above. All right? Now, check this out. He says, you got to confess it. We talked about this on Sunday. You got to talk about it so that what happens? Say healing happens. Say, but I have to confess. Come on, say it. Say, but I have to confess. You have to be honest about this was where I was wrong. This wound, I was wrong. I'm not blaming anybody else. I take ownership. This is my mistake. Somebody say, my mistake. Then he says, and pray for one another. So here's the second part. You got to make sure you're dealing with people Please listen. Of the same spiritual maturity as you. Or greater. Because if iron sharpen iron, aluminum does nothing but tick iron off. Because while you're talking, they sit here saying little nursery rhymes. You're like, baby, I'm way beyond that. Uh, listen, I'm beyond John 3.16. I'm in Revelation 5, and he makes us kings and priests, and we shall reign here on the earth. I do not have time for this elementary discussion. Uh, that's so important. Because who do you know? Who, you ready for this? Can I be honest with you, Wednesday? Who do we most likely lean towards to confess to whoever you think is the person, watch me, that is going to take it the easiest, and that's not going to have nothing to say? Okay, y'all going to get quiet on me like that? Who do we often tell? Who you think if they say something, you have the least to lose? So watch the trust cycle. So to get healing, you need trust. Because he says you're going to have to confess and pray. But to get there, but to get there, um, listen, I, if, I, if I don't trust, I can't heal. Okay? But I can't trust because I'm not healed. So now you've got this cycle that's going on, and I need you to make this declaration and say, but it ends this month. Say it like you mean it. Say, but it ends this month. Here's one of the reasons why trust, even, if, even now that you've been taught on Sunday that you had testing issues, not trust issues. Let me tell you why trust is so hard. Can we be honest? Two words, rejection and abandonment. If I'm scared you're going to reject me, what you want to talk about? Nothing. The Lord. The goodness of Jesus. If I'm scared, you're going to treat me different. What you want to talk about? Shalom. 
Y'all are quiet in here. If I think you're going to leave me with no intent to return, it's abandonment. Then trust becomes difficult. You ready? How does rejection and abandonment come? Two ways, by actions or words. Now check this out. This is interesting to me. Our brain reacts to physical pain the same way as rejection and abandonment. If you were to look at a brain scan when someone is, in, is going through physical pain, the brain is reacting the same way as when someone feels rejected or abandoned. This is why rejection and abandonment trample your trust because it was not just my emotions that got hit. As far as my body is concerned, my body got hit. This is why after rejection, you feel like, watch me, you don't want to get up, you don't want to go nowhere, you don't want to do nothing, you lay it around in the house, you tired, you depressed, you're despondent. Who am I talking to? You don't feel like doing anything because your brain says, we just took a blow. Even though it was only a text. We just took a blow, even though it was only a conversation. It reacts the same way. Now, now, now look at this, look at this. Um, here is rejection. Rejection is the loss of desired acceptance. I need y'all to push through it because I can feel emotions rising. Let's stay together so we can get healed, okay? Here we go, all right? Somebody say, and my next 12 will be my best 12. Say, my future needs me healed. Here's rejection, loss of desired acceptance. You can't be rejected from who you never wanted to be accepted by. I need you to listen to that. Rejection is a loss of desired acceptance. You can't reject me if I didn't want it. I mean, that's like going, you know, somebody talking about, you know, I had a sandwich I was going to give you. I didn't want your sandwich. No, I, I feel fine. It's a loss of desired acceptance. Y'all ready? How many people you've ever gone through rejection? Come on. We've all gone through rejection. All right. Here's abandonment. Here's abandonment. It means to withdraw protection, support, or help. Here's another one, and it's not on the screen, but I want to give it to you. Here's another definition for abandonment. Leaving with no intent to return. You went to get milk, and you ain't seen them since. They told you that they were always going to be there. You ain't seen them since last March. It's quiet in this church. Right? Uh, they blocked you. They didn't talk to you after telling you how grown they were. They just unfollowed you. It says Instagrammer now, <laughs> not their name. Y'all still with me? Check, check this out, check this out, check this out. Rejection and abandonment are interesting, but, but let me say this, because many times, sometimes we confuse Genuine rejection and abandonment with perceived rejection and abandonment. What's the nuance, Bishop? What's the difference? Rejection or abandonment of your actions is not rejection or abandonment of you. A person may say, I'm not dealing with that. So when you stop that, let's talk. You can perceive it as rejection because you say, well, why won't you accept all of me? No, I accept all of you. I don't accept all of that. So do not allow perceived rejection to play you like it's genuine rejection. Y'all still with me? 
Okay, let's go up. We gotta stir this room. We gotta stir all lines. Say, my future needs me healed. All right, because as I'm teaching about this, let me tell you what's happening in many of your minds. You're starting to relive the experiences. You're starting, your body, watch me, watch me, it's called the law of linkage. Now that I've brought it up, your body is starting to respond the same way. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. I know I'm right about it, right? So, So check this out. Jeremiah says this. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 19. Jeremiah's wounds were rejection and abandonment. He wanted more for the children of Israel than they wanted for themselves, and they rejected him for it. He gets up and he preaches, come on, y'all, let's do right by God. Come on, y'all, let's do this. And they didn't want to hear that. The people were not hearing what Jeremiah was saying. So false prophets would come up and say stuff that God was like, I did not say that. And the people would be like, ooh, that's God. Ooh, that's God. And God was like, I had nothing to do with that. Because that's not my message. Just because somebody has a mic doesn't mean that I put oil on the message. So Jeremiah's preaching, and the people reject him. They throw him into a cistern. That means they throw him into like this deep well. They throw him away. They lie on him. They try to kill him. They set him up. Church people do this to him. His own people did this to him. Everybody around him turns on him. So he's rejected and he's abandoned because many of the same people that he helped now, they left him. They left him in that cistern. They left him in that well to die with no intent to return. And what they were hoping was that his wounds would be so grievous that he would give up. So when you read this verse that we've been looking at in the last couple of messages, now you have context that his wounds weren't just somebody talking about him. His wounds were rejection and abandonment because they normally go hand in hand. Where one is, the other one's normally not too far behind. Y'all with me? So woe is me, he says. He says, because of my hurt. He says, I'm hurting because I've been rejected and abandoned. Watch me, but I'm doing what I've been called to do. God, I'm doing what you sent me to do, and this hurts like Hades. All right? This hurts. Here's what you and I think is that when we're doing right, that it's supposed to be easy. That when we're doing what the word says to do, that God's supposed to step in and say, move for my child. Can I be honest? Many times he'll say, come get in her way. Because there's something in your resistance that's going to make her stronger. Come get in his way. There's something in your resistance that's going to make him stronger. Because Jeremiah, he says, woe is me because of my hurt. My wound is grievous. He says, I'm grieving. I felt like something died. Rejection feels like death. Abandonment feels like death. This is why after a bad breakup, people lose their mind. Y'all are going to look at me with that tone of face. This is why after a divorce, people lose their mind. Stella got all kind of grooves she's trying to get. This is why when you get news you didn't want to get. Because you're grieving. Because rejection and abandonment feels like death. Know that who birthed you doesn't want you feels like death death. Since y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me, now I'm gonna preach hard. You should have talked. That's all right. Let's go. To know that your father who you fought for could care less about you feels like death. 
to know that the man you thought you spend the rest of your life with treated you like trash and treating the new girl good feels like death. To know that the y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. To know that the woman that you went through hoops for wouldn't cross the street for you. But she doing it for the new dude. Feels like death. To discover you're being cheated on. Because you accidentally stumbled on something that you wasn't even trying to find. Feels like death. To have your children who you went through all kinds of tribulation to provide for them, to make sure they ate, to make sure that, and for them to tell you I hate you feels like death. I know it. To have your sibling who you would have told somebody up for coming at them sideways, to have them lead the anarchy against you and be friends with your enemies feels like death. I just wish y'all would be honest with me tonight that there's some rejection and abandonment that we've been through and you haven't been able to talk about it for months or years, but tonight's your night to get free from it. I need you to open your mouth and say, it felt like death. Say, but tonight, I'm coming back to life. I need you to release a praise right there in this building and online. Watch. Feels like death. You feel naked. You feel vulnerable. You feel uncovered. And here's the thing, you feel dumb. Because then once you see it, you start thinking back and say, how did I miss it? Come on. All the signs start adding up and you're like, how did I miss that? How did I miss that? And I shouldn't be shocked and I shouldn't be surprised. And so then the enemy tries to punk you. And I came to get some of you out of the corner. He's tried to push you in and tried to punk you in. You're so dumb. You messed up. How you let this happen? How you let this happen? You need to rise up against the enemy and say, what you meant for evil, God's turning it for my good. Jeremiah says, woe is me because of my hurt. My wound is grievous. He says, this feels like death. But, everybody holler but. but. <laughs> that would be cute if I said everyone speak it in your inside voices. <laughs> Online, I need you to type it all caps in the building. I need you to holler but. One, two, three. But. But I said. In other words, he was like, I'm not going out like this. No. 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 Before I was formed. In my mother's womb, you knew me. You accepted me before these people rejected me. You wanted me before anybody ever walked away from me. You thought I was worth dying for. And I'll be doggone if I let some regular ninja be, be the reason that I give up now. On three, I need everybody to holler, but one, two, three. One, two, three. He said, but. Like, I'm not going out like this. He's like, this is not going to be my end. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, 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 no. One, two, three, but. But I said, truly, this is an affliction. And I must bear it. You ready for this? So here it is. Here we go. Here we go. What does it mean to bear it? I gave you these things. Look at this. To bear it, it means this. To accept. To have to accept it. 
Please talk to me. Y'all say, I have to accept it. You coming up out of it tonight. Oh, y'all. <laughs> Give me some more oil. Just put the oil on the table. I said, you're coming up out of that tonight. I said, you're coming up out of that tonight. I rebuke you thinking you're going to have a sad night. To hell with that. I rebuke you thinking you're going to be. Somebody say, I'm healing from this tonight. For everybody who's never heard me preach, when I say hell, I am not cussing. Hell is a Greek word. It's got three different meanings, Tartarus, Hades, and Gehenna. I'm referencing Gehenna, which means hot trash if you look on the screen. I'm saying take that to the trash. Okay, so you can use that at work. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody look. S say accept. Rejection is a part of life. You're going to be rejected. Period. Period. Say on period. You're going to be rejected. And their rejection does not diminish your value. Um, does somebody have, let me, ladies, can I have one of your purses? Let me have one of your purses. One with a whole lot of money in it. Come on. All right, all right, that'll work. Boom, looks, looks real, real nice and slim. There we go, bam. Katie Spade. I know, I, I know, I, look. I know, I'm making a point. All right. All right, come here. Mm -hmm, come here. Here's the deal. I want y'all to see something. So this is Kate Spade. Some of y'all probably already Googled it, figuring out how much it is. Just say it's expensive. Come right up here for me. Can you come right up here for me? Come right up here for me. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Y'all ready? See, here's where rejection gets you twisted. Because you'll try to give somebody you, which is valuable. They will reject it. And you'll think that you lost your value. I will throw this microphone at your face if you don't say something back to me. You'll think that you're no longer valuable. You'll think that you're no longer worth it. And you'll start doubting you. Just because they didn't recognize the value that you were does not diminish the value that you are. I need everybody to give God worship and praise. Why? That you're still valuable. Somebody say, I'm still valuable. Even if they rejected me. Watch me. Just because you can't tell the difference between the real thing and the fake thing does not mean that it lost its value. You notice it's still the same thing. So here's what God will do. God will let you go through rejection. Let me have you singers. You singers, come here. You singers, come on. Let me show you what God will do for you. Because see, for many of you, this is where you're at. Say, Bishop, you preaching. You ready? How many of y'all is it? One, two, three, four, five, six. Come here. Oh, no, no. You, you good? Come on. You good? Come on. Come on. Look, you better, look. she said, I'm going for Jesus. Come on here, girl. Come on here. Come here. Come here. Right, come here. Come here. I love it. Come here. But watch me. Watch me. Here's what God will do. You ready? The rejection is about you recognizing. You missed me. I won't pay attention to who I am and what I have if everybody accepts it. Because you'll just give it to everybody. You'll never stop to say, what is it about me? And that's why rejection, put it on the screen for me. That's why rejection, watch me, it is redirection and protection. Watch me, watch me. So you'll try to give your, matter of fact, here, come back, come back, because this is a purse, so you need to do this. 
right. Here you go. Here you go. Here, here's your jewel. Okay. All right. So try to get a purse. Try to get a purse to her. Try to get a purse to her. Okay. So she doesn't accept it. Now, here's what some people do. They'll play with you like they accepted it. But what you don't know is that, watch me, what's in them is demonic. Come on. So, so, so watch me. So you'll feel sad that you've been rejected, not realizing you just dodged the bullet. Y'all ain't talking to me in this building and online tonight. You mad that they left you, but what you didn't realize is you were leaving a tragedy. You were about to be on an episode in 60 minutes, but God. So watch me. Say protection. So God shut it down, and you sit, and, you sit here sad about what he shut down. But not only is it protection, say redirection. Boop, next. Here's the deal. Now, try to offer it. So she grabbed onto it. She grabbed onto it. It looks good. Week goes by. Day goes by. Months go by. But you can only pretend for so long. And, and, and then, once you see what a person really is, watch me, God will say, now listen, I showed you that so you could see that. So that when you go through the rest of them, watch me, we're going to skip her entirely. Y'all missing what I'm saying. There's some people in your life that you saw from a distance and said, oh, no, I know that spirit. I'm good. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I'm good. I'm so then you'll go to another, and another, and another, and another. Stop. When Samuel goes to Jesse's house, Jesse is David's father. And I'm about to drop a bomb in a minute that's going to bless you. I ain't going to drop it yet, though. Say, Jesse. Jesse is David's father. Jesse calls in all of his sons when the man of God comes to the house. When the man of God comes to the house, he says, there's a king in here, and we're about to anoint the king. He's in your house. He invites seven of his sons before the man of God, and the man of God goes to each one, but watch me. The Lord says no. Could it be that what you're calling rejection was simply redirection and protection? I need you to open your mouth and say, the Lord blocked that. Whoa. Who can give God glory that there's some stuff you wanted that God says no, 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 no. And you were saying, yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, thank God for no. They go to the first son, second son, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. David, David wasn't even in the house yet. Because his father Jesse said, watch me, when I see David, I'm reminded of the wounds of me and his mama's relationship. So I, re watch me, I've rejected my son by not even inviting him to the party. See, some of y'all are still asking questions. Why didn't they ever ask me? Why didn't they ever let me do it? Why did they always let so-and-so do it? Why did they ever let so -and, -so and what I need you to know is that God held the party up for you. Somebody say, he held it up for me. I'm almost done. I only need five more minutes. Watch me. So they go through seven. And Samuel says, Samuel says, listen, there's no king in these first seven. And watch what rejection will do. Because when you begin to fear rejection, watch me. You know what you'll do? Here's what you'll do. You'll come back and try to settle. Oh, 
you'll settle with what you know don't fit. Maybe I just want too much. Maybe I just expect too much. Maybe I'm just, y'all ain't saying nothing. So you'll go back to your crazy relative as if they crazy left. Watch me, watch me. David's not even in the room. Samuel says, hello, there's got to be something else because the Lord says no to all of these. The Lord says no. Can I be honest with you? Let's just examine this from practicality. The sons had to think, well, God, what's wrong with me? Here's what's what's wrong. You don't have the strength to deal with what comes with the throne. It'll kill you. David knows what to do with it because David beat a bear. He beat a lion. And when he looks at Goliath, he's going to say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Check me out. All of his wounds gave him scars. His scars gave his story. And his story was his strength. Y'all ain't got no scars. That's why you can't be king. But I wish you'd look over at somebody and say, thank God for your scars. That's why you're going to be successful. Thank God for your scars. That's why you're about to rule, reign, conquer, and subdue. You ain't ready for this seat. You ain't been hurt enough. You ain't ready to be popular. You ain't been lied on. You ain't ready to be debt free. You ain't had nobody try to set you up. And I need you to open your mouth and say, but I'm ready. He's ready. Let's go. All David's brothers did was criticize him. They talked about him. He doing too much. He think he this. He think he that. But that's why you can't qualify for a seat like David's. I'm here to tell you, God's about to make everybody that put their mouth on you. He's about to make them wish they never said anything. He's about to put you on. He's about to put you on. He's about to put you on. Open your mouth and say, he's putting me on. Watch me. Watch me. <laughs> Ooh, they going to wish they never said nothing. Watch me. Watch me. <laughs> so check this out. While they probably felt rejected, they were being protected from a seat they didn't have the strength for. They were being redirected to do the things they should do. They didn't qualify for the first seat. They needed to be in the army. (laughs) And that's not lowly. That's not less than. It just means this seat's going to require a heartache. Because, David, you're going to have to learn how to be by yourself. You're going to have lots of servants, but not many friends. You're going to have a lot of people that are around you, but nobody's going to get you. This seat is lonely, David. This seat requires pressure, David. This seat requires you to fight. This seat requires people to turn on you. This seat requires your own son, Absalom, to try to take your kingdom. This seat is going to be hell. Woo, but you got ready for it when you were wounded. So the stuff that David's like, that's just Monday. His brothers would have been like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? David's like, man, bye. The same God. How do you know that David's scars got him ready for his seat? Because when David was going through something, you know what he said? I will bless the Lord. 
I know y'all scared, but David was like, I've been here before. I know you're worried, but I've been here before. I'm Watch me. Watch me. I got to quit. I'm out of time. Watch me. Watch. These seven, while they may have felt rejection, they were in protection. Because God was like, I'm keeping you from a seat you don't know how to handle. You need to thank God for every job that said no. I, I will run. Why are these people playing with me in this building? You need to thank God for every friendship that was shut down. Thank God for everything you tried to do that didn't work. You were being protected. You were being protected. You were being protected. And redirected. Watch me. Y'all still with me? All right, watch me. Watch me. Watch me. David's not in the room. Samuel's like, hey, 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 where? There's got to be a king in here. God told me it's in your house, Jesse. Where the king at? Well, there remains one. I thought you told me all your sons were in here. You ready for me? Please, if y'all don't shout out for this, I, and I'm so serious, I'm going to drop this mic, and I'm, and I'm getting on a plane after I go to the gym. Listen, got to stay faithful. If I listen, I'm, so, I'm not playing with you, Wednesday, in this building. I'm not playing with y'all. See, while you thought rejection was so painful, that's because God didn't want you to fit in with the crowd. Watch me. Watch me. I'm about to get to the point. Because Samuel says, where's the other son? He's out there. Tell him to come here and we're not doing anything. I'm not being seated until David comes in. What does that mean? All eyes on. Okay. Somebody say he's turning attention towards me. God says, I'm not going to have you in here with them. I'm going to keep you out there. So, David, when you walk in, all eyes are going to be on you. And I'm going to tell some of y'all, God says, I didn't want you to be part of the group. I wanted all eyes to be on you. Open your mouth and say, all eyes on me. will be your best 12. God says, listen, you were rejected for a while. But come April, please let me prophesy to you. Become April, I'm going to pull you from out there from behind the scenes. And I'm going to shift attention to you. And the Bible says that David got anointed in the midst of his brethren. But somebody say, but it was because of rejection. I need you to give God praise for five seconds right there. Go, five, go, four, three, one. Say, I accept this as a part of life. It's redirection and protection. Let me finish these last two points here. Look at this, look at this. Say, I advance. So here's the deal. When, when you've been rejected, you can become a runner. I rebuke you runners, and I rebuke your running. What does that mean? Every time something gets tough, every time you think you might get rejected, 
You quit. You can quit more jobs. Some of you quit serving. I think they're going to say something to me. Let me quit. I, you better get your... You know better. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me tonight. Watch me. You preemptively reject. Say, I advance by not preemptively rejecting. Say, not becoming a runner. Not being bitter. Ready for this next one? Say, not burning my house down. Just because they don't want the house don't mean the house ain't going to sell. What are you trying to say? Stop burning your life down because of one instance of rejection. But do make it better. Say, so you know what? Hmm, that's actually a good point they got. I'm going to make that better. Thank you. I'm going to get better. Watch me. Here's the last thing. Say, forgive. Don't mismanage rejection nor abandonment through acting without regard to your consequences. You ready? Uh, let me tell you something. Um, most people, it's easy. Let me just use what I do as a pastor in the business. Listen, if you can't handle rejection, pastoring will kill you. And you'll hate people. Listen, so before you quick to throw stones at men and women of God, I, I encourage you to just... <coughs> Because if, you, if you've never sat in this seat, I, because, because, because rejection's part of the job. It's quiet in here. Anyone that's creative, rejection's part of the job. Everybody ain't going to like what you like. Everybody, you're going to be like, this is dope. They're going to be like, no, it's not. That is not dope. That's a, that's a new port. That ain't no dope. <laughs> I know it was the dad joke. It's okay. All right. Spiritual. I ain't got no kidding. Spiritual. All right. <laughs> All right. Everybody watch. Everybody watch. Everybody watch. Everybody watch. Y'all here? Right. If you're in front of people, you're going to deal with rejection. If anything you do is in front of people, you're going to deal with Some people, you're going to think, ooh, I really sang. And some people will be like, mm -mm. you ain't done nothing. If you're a musician, you'll be like, ooh, we killed it tonight. And then you'll get an email. Say, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll pick that murdered body up off my stage and get it together. <laughs> Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Right? So, 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 so listen, I need you all to stop being terrorists. I'm quitting. I don't want to be alive anymore. Let me tell you how I know you're lying, because you would have just did it. I'm quitting. Okay, well, just do it then. You don't want to do it. You fear rejection. And you fear abandonment. Say, but I release that fear. Say, I release that fear. Say, and I release it tonight. Can I get you one more story? All I need is two minutes. Second Samuel 4-4. Right, and we done. We done. I just want you to see this. Saul's son, Jonathan, had a son. Now, say Saul was the king before David. He had a son named Mephibosheth who was crippled as a child. Watch me, because I'm going to tell you where your rejection and abandonment came from. Then I'm going to set you up for Sunday's message. 
When was he crippled? As a child. How old was he? Five years old. When the report came from Jezreel that Saul and Jonathan had been killed in a battle. Jonathan is Saul's son. Saul is the king. David and Jonathan were friends. And both of them die in the battle because Saul cannot deal with his arrogance or pride. So he takes himself out by virtue of giving the order to one of the men. You will always self-sabotage when pride is your guide. Look at me. Look at me. When the child's nurse heard the news, everybody listen, says she heard something. She picked him up and fled. But as she hurried away, look at me, she dropped him. Say abandoned. And when she dropped him, watch him, now he's crippled. Now this is amazing because how old was he? Five. So he should have been able to walk. The fact that he could not walk, that tells us that what was going on here was deeper than just something physical. It tells us that what's going on here is that who was supposed to care for him, he abandoned him and dropped him, and now he doesn't know how to walk right. You catch it, 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 you catch it. Because for some of you, since you've been a child, your walk ain't been quite right. What do you mean by that? Things have been different for you because you've always operated from a place of a fear of rejection, thinking you're not good enough, thinking people are going to leave you, thinking people are going to abandon you. And so every new person has to pay for the mistakes of every old person. Am I talking to anybody? Say she dropped him and he became crippled. Now he's five years old, so I can't pick you up. Y'all just imagine me picking him up. I don't even want you. I, that's true. I've been to the gym, y'all. Yeah. Right, listen, so, so here's the thing. Now, if I drop you and you cripple, go. Okay, now you cripple. Check this out. From five years old, he only sees life, please pay attention, from a low place. He always thinks people are trying to talk down to him. But that's because he's down. I'm, some of you have keep accusing people of doing things that they're not doing. You're the one that's crippled. You're the one that's been abandoned. Everybody talking down to me. I'm grown. You ain't gonna talk down to me. You ain't gonna do me like that. What are we doing? You ain't gonna talk down to me. I'm grown. You're gonna look at me like that. Everybody trying to make me feel like I'm less than. Look at his position juxtaposed to mine. Look at his position juxtaposed to mine. So now, watch me, every time he, watch me, every time he interacts with a leader, yeah, they, yeah, they, they hating on my anointing. Nobody's hating on you. Your oil should be higher, sir. You're down here. You're, you have been crippled since five. So now anytime anybody talks to you, you accuse them of talking down to you. You accuse them of criticizing you. You accuse them of being too tough on you. So what do you do? You go find other cripples. I'm going to finish this message. You find other cripples. Because at least in this group, you can be the leader. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I'm about to go all the way up tonight because God's about to change your circle. You've been around the cripples for too long. You have been around people that are too long for too So now y'all, this is what y'all do. Y'all sit up and talk about the people standing. 
Come here. Y'all sit up and talk about the people that's standing. Uh huh. So watch me. So now you're a built-in hater. You talk about everybody. You worse than the bloggers. You talk about everybody. You worse than what's that girl? Uh, uh, Wendy. Win you were Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. You worse than Wendy now. But you gotta be careful because what you throw out there. I pray that you wouldn't speak on stuff you ought to be quiet about so you don't have to reap something you don't want to sow. So look what happened. So now, so now I'm almost done. Can I finish it? So now y'all talking about one another or talking about people who are standing. They arrogant. No, you're just depressed. He too demanding. You don't demand nothing of yourself. Of course me asking you to do anything is too much because you're down there in cripple land. Y'all still here? So now you're a built-in hater. You talk about people that's doing what you can't do. But notice your position ain't changed. I pray, Harvest, that we be a church that builds one another up and that you don't be a cripple that's criticizing. We got enough of that. And you felt, now nah, I'm just telling it like it is. No, you've been dropped, Mephibosheth. You're not telling it like it is. You're telling it from how you see it. And because you low, you see low. Because you low, you talk low. Ain't nothing ever good enough for you. Okay, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Stay right there. Here it is. She dropped it, baby. You can't what? Cripple. So look at 2 Samuel 9 3. I'm done. 2 Samuel 9 3. 2 Samuel 9 3. 2 Samuel 9 3. He's like this his whole life. Since what age? Five. There, there's some ways you've been because you've been rejected and abandoned. Some of you are. Uh, I almost said it. You're jack butts. See me after church for what I really want to say. And the reason you're that way, reason you're so difficult to deal with, you don't follow no instructions. Stand up, I gotta stand up, lift your hands, I gotta lift my hands. But tell God you love him. Well, I got to say it now. I'm gonna tell him tonight. Let me tell you why you're so difficult to deal with. Because it's difficult for one that's crippled to make any movement. So you behave like a five-year-old child. Whenever you were dropped, that's the way you still act. You will emotionally terrorize people because they won't be dropped too. So because I won't come down here been dropped. You've been dropped. So from the age of five, he's like this. Most people with rejection and abandonment issues, this is not new. It ain't your high school sweetheart that did you that. It wasn't who you married in your 30s, 40s. No, that ain't even what happened. You got dropped as a child. And ever since then, you look, anybody that reminds you, if they wear the same cologne as who dropped you, y'all ain't gonna talk. 
Here it is. I got to finish because I'm way out of time. And the king say, this is David. So he's dropped when Saul dies and Jonathan dies. He's dropped. He stays on the ground. He gets other cripples. He criticizes people. He's negative. Bishop, how do you know all of that? I'm going to show you. It's in the text. And the king said, is there not still someone in the house of Saul that I can show the kindness of God to him? He says, I want to show him favor. Mm -hmm. Come on, come on. Ziba said to the king, there is still a son of Jonathan, but he's crippled in his feet. His walk's not right. He's saved, but his walk not right. Speak in tongues, but his walk not right. Worships, but his walk not right. Faithfully gives, but his walk's not right. There's the son of Jonathan, but he is crippled in his feet. Verse 4, and the king said to him, where is he? And Ziba said to the king, please listen very carefully. If you have not listened to me for the last 40 minutes, can you listen now? <laughs> he is in the house of Makir. Check this out. Check out what that means. It means to trade off or to settle. You ready? That means he said, listen, this is going to be my life. Some of you are married and crippled. You both played a rejection game back and forth. Some of you do it with your kids. You do it with your kids. You do all like, don't say nothing to me. He, he, he's in the house of Makir. He's settled. He's decided this way he's staying. And he got other cripples with him that make him feel good about being crippled. They're going to Applebee's. Allow me to prophesy. Because they're trying to get that two for 22. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> Appetizer and two entrees. <laughs> Both of us gonna eat. Listen. <laughs> Guys, you gotta have fun in church. All right, listen. Because I, I know this is a little longer, but I gotta get you healed of this tonight. Because I gotta move on. I gotta get you healed of this tonight. I have a specific assignment from the Lord Almighty Jesus. Okay? He settled. Say he settled. Which means he never even tried to walk. He just said, cripple is what I'm going to be. I came and this is the way it's been. This is the way it's going to be. Watch me. The son of Amiel. You ready for me? That means people of God. He found crippled Christians. To justify why he liked this. To justify why he talks like that, why he acts like that, why he walks like that. They got a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crippled Christians. Yeah. 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 They have group texts together. Yeah. 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 Where they at? At Lode Bar? What's Lode Bar mean? Ain't no word. <laughs> it's on the screen. Ain't nobody got no word, but everybody making everybody feel good, man. I just feel this. Where's the where's where's the word in what you feel? Can y'all be honest with me that you have got some folks, watch me, that you have been around or that you have known, that watch me, that in your moments of feeling rejected or abandoned, they didn't give you no word, but they made you feel good in your settling. Can we be honest about that? So let's before we judge Mephibosheth, we've all been Mephibosheth. Y'all still here? Y'all ready for this? Look at this. Verse 7. Verse 7. You ready for this? And David said to him, do not fear, for I will show you kindness. So Mephibosheth, he comes into the presence of David. So um, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be David. So I'm David. 
Come on, put some. Close as you can. As fast as you can. Now, 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 this may look funny to you, but this is how it looked. He comes before the king, and if you read the story, he's like, oh, my God, oh, the king, oh, can I come in your presence? Oh, listen, I, I can't come. Look what the king says. He says, don't be scared. He says, I know you think I'm going to kill you because you're Saul's folk. <laughs> he said, but what I'm about to do is I'm about to show you kindness. There's another word in Hebrew for kindness. It's called favor. On three, I need everybody to holler, favors coming my way. One, two, three. Watch me. He says, do not fear, for I will show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. There's some stuff you're about to get because some of your kinfolk before you did right. There's some stuff your grandmama them, your granddaddy them never got their hands on, but you're about to be the one to possess it. I call up every inheritance, every settlement, everything that your bloodline, I call in reparations. I need you to worship God right there. That there's some stuff you owe because of the people before you. And just so you know, I ain't just calling it. I met with Senate on Monday to make it happen. Let's go. Or a senator, let me be clear. Trust me. <laughs> Y'all ready? And I will restore to you all of the land your father, of Saul your father, and you shall eat at my table always. Guess what, Mephibosheth? What I'm about, let me have a chair. Bring me a chair, Donna. Bring me a chair. Guess what I'm about to do, Mephibosheth? You didn't been down there too long. Talking about the nurse that dropped you. God replaced the nurse with a king. He, he's, he replaced the nurse with a king. You're going to eat at my table now. It's good she dropped you. Because had she not dropped you, I wouldn't have known nothing about you. It's good she rejected you. Had she not rejected you, you're going from a nurse to a king. From a nurse to a... From a nurse to a... Watch me. You ready for this? You ready for this? He says, you're going to eat at my table always. No more you're going to be around... So I need you to release the people that keep you stuck in your rejection and abandonment. That's why I've been changing some stuff. There's, matter of fact, sometimes when you see they call, come in, you're like, ah, 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 why? Because God says, I'm changing your appetite. You ain't eating from Lode Bar no more. You eating at the king's. Come on, Wednesday. You're not eating from a low place anymore. You're eating from the king's table. I need you to prophesy this over your life. Say, upgrade. Because of my rejection and because of my abandonment. Watch this. You're about to be so glad that relationship didn't work. You thought that was something. Wait until you see the king. You're going to be so glad that business failed. You thought you were doing good in that. Wait until you see the king. On three, I need you to praise God like it's already here. One, two, three. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah. It is. It is. I'm done.
gave Mephibosheth this? What's the king's name? David. Look at the first part of the verse. It's on the screen. David was rejected by Jesse. Jesse was David's father. When you can, please listen to me. When you can handle rejection that comes that close, here's what God says I'm qualifying you for. Because Jesse's name means gift. Bishop Foreman, what you trying to tell me? Your rejection and your abandonment were both gifts. I need you to look over at somebody and say, it was good for you. God gave you a gift. God gave you a gift. And when somebody gives you a gift, what do you do? You say thank you. Wednesday Night Live, if you're in this building, if you're online, I need to hear you open your mouth and worship God right now. Say, it's a gift. Bishop, I was, I was abused in a relationship. I know it hurt, but it was a... Bishop, my daddy did me dirty. I know. I know. But it was a... Bishop, that girl told me she loved me. We got matching tattoos. Got to wait on stuff like that. Go wait next time. That's all right, just add to it. <laughs> Find a biblical meaning for her name. Listen. <laughs> I don't know who that's for. I could go all the way up right now. Bishop, my mama did me dirty. I know, but it was a... And watch what happens. Mephibosheth, come back Mephibosheth. But stand up now because you're at my table. Stay right there with me. Stay right there with me. Watch me. Here you go. Here you go. Mephibosheth, here's why I can be a blessing to you. Here's why I can give you favor. Because I know what it is. To be dropped. It made me not judge everybody else. Because some of you Christians, sometimes you're too judgmental and you don't know how people have been dropped. You don't know how people have been rejected. And sometimes you need to, instead of praying on people, we got to learn how to pray for people. Ready? I can give you favor. I can give you a gift because my rejection gave me a gift. So I can want to see you win because somebody didn't want to see me win. I can lift you up because I was given a gift where my father didn't lift me up. And I used to wonder why until I got into this seat. And when I got into this seat, I got power that I could be trusted with. Y'all are going to get it in a minute. 
so that now that I can be a blessing to somebody, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Your rejection and abandonment were gifts. So you can go be a blessing. Because there's a world full of Mephibosheth's harvest. And our job as a church, our job as people of God, is to be this, able to say to Mephibosheth, uh-uh, uh-uh, come up out of that low place. Come up out of a low day bar. Get away from that cripple mentality. Get away from that negative mentality. Well, you might drop me. That's why Harvest, we love God and we love people and we love life. Everybody is included. Nobody is excluded. Why? You don't know how they've been. I can give you this gift because Jesse was my gift. And watch me. We don't know if Jesse got to see David sit on that throne because it was approximately 14 years. <laughs> Come on, Harvest. I wish y'all knew something about that 14. It was 14 years from when he was anointed to do it. <laughs> Before he got on the throne to do it. I'm in my 14th year as a pastor, just so I can put that in the atmosphere. Come on here. Watch. We don't know if Jesse got to see him. But David was like, it doesn't actually matter. Because now I have the power to bless. I'm blessed to be a blessing. And I know, Mephibosheth, you're used to people dropping you, but I got you. You're used to people throwing you away, but I got you. You're used to people treating you like trash, but I got you. I need you to open your mouth and say, God's got me. Open your mouth again and say, God's got me. In this building and online, if you're not a Christian, let him come get you. You need to become one, number one. Number two, you're giving your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him. Tonight's your night to recommit yourself to him. Thirdly, you're like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure. Tonight's your night to be sure. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On three. In the building, raise your hand online. Do the hand wave emoji. Say it's me. One, God's coming to get you tonight. No guilt, no shame, no condemnation. One, two, three. If that's you, raise that hand in this building online. Do the hand wave emoji. Or say it's me. Come on, Wednesday. We need to thank God for people coming to the Lord. I know I preach way longer than normal, but did you get something out of this? Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession. And this is my first time praying this. I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Tonight, I declare I'm healed of rejection and abandonment. Because tonight, I found out they were gifts. And I say thank you. Come on, y'all talk to me as they say, and I say thank you. Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, take out your phone, text the word decision at 55498. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Text the word decision to 55498 to let us know about your decision and we'll send you amazing resources to help you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. The rest of your life will be the best of your life.
Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.